that one or two of you were asking about something called a PFIC or PFEC. So this, unfortunately, is something that we deal with every day. What is a PFEC? A PFIC, a PFIC or PFEC stands for Passive Foreign Investment Company. What does that mean? So under U.S. tax rules, international tax rules, there are what we call, there's a classification of rules that we call anti-deferral rules. And what it seeks to do, it, it seeks to prevent anyone uh, from using a U.S. person, from using offshore investments or investments outside of the U.S., to basically get an advantage over a similar investment within the US. So, right. So, to create an, a level playing field. So, the first big one, I think, was in the 1960s, where you had subpart F rules. And then the next big one came in 1986 under President Reagan, which will be a whole range of tax reform, which includes the PFIC rules that you mentioned. And the most recent one is the end of 2017 under President Trump Tax Cut and Jobs Act. So what, what is the PFIC rule? So what is a PFIC in the first place, right? So essentially, it's a non-US mutual fund. It's, it's defined in a lot of detail in Section 1297. But basically, it's and when you set up a, a structure outside of the US, and you, you can trigger PFIC status in one of two ways, either when more 75% or more of your gross income is classified as passive. So 75% of the or more of the income derived from whatever this structure is, is in the form of interest, dividends, capital gains, etc. Right. So passive, so unearned income, passive income, 75% or more. That's the first way. And then the second way is if 50 or more 50% or more of the assets in the structure are held for the production of that passive income. So there's a 75% rule and a 50% rule. So essentially. To cut to the chase, uh, when you apply for the golden visa, for those who are inclined to, to take the golden visa route, which is which is the huge advantages to that, and, and you know, because you can have the the benefit and the privilege to to spend an extended period of time in Portugal without potentially triggering tax residency in Portugal. So you don't need to worry about NHR. You don't need to worry about anything if you plan it correctly with your golden visa, right? So huge win. Now, unfortunately, some of the funds do trigger PFIC status. Some of the golden visa investment funds do trigger PFIC status. What does that mean? I mean, what are the implications of that? We just know it's a bad thing, right? So what it means is that if your taxes aren't being done properly from a US perspective, there's some really nasty throwback rules that would kick in. And as a result, you'll be taxed at the highest marginal tax rate, which is, I think, 37%. So that's a pretty high tax rate. And this is not just on income that is realized. It could, you can be taxed on unrealized gains within that fund. So basically, you're being taxed on phantom income, income that you have not constructively received. You're going to be paying taxes on it on a really high, at the highest marginal tax rate, which is 37. That is not a good thing, obviously. So you'd want to sit with your preferred tax advisor. There are, there are tools that you can use. You can defer. You can, we have clients that 
have made an election, you need to declare to the IRS. There's no hiding from this. The, the more you try to hide stuff like this from the IRS, the worse the penalties become. They become pretty draconian. And if you don't declare them on other forms like you, you know, the FBARs and stuff, it could be, it could even be criminal penalties, not just civil, but criminal as well. So you, you want to be very, very careful. You're going to get proper advice on this. So you can make an election to defer payment until there's a liquidity event at the end of the holding period. You can. Or you can do what we call a QEF election uh, under one of the, the code sections. Basically, you can elect to treat it as a QEF, which means a qualified electing fund, a qualified electing fund. Uh, the QEF. So as a result of that, every year a statement would need to be produced. And again, we work with funds uh, in various parts of the world. I, I don't want to name any because I'm not recommending anyone. But we do work with funds to prepare QEF statements for the U.S. exposed investors. And with that statement, your U.S. tax advisor would need to, to have that statement, and they'll fill in something called a Form 8621. And it will avoid, it's not, you're not going to pay no tax, but you can avoid the nasty throwback rules by making uh, yearly reports, annual reports with your tax returns of the, the movement in the fund. So if there's growth in the fund, unfortunately, you know, that needs to be declared, taxes paid. But uh, to some extent, you, if the, the 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 investment declines in value in, in one of the funds you can claim some what we call unreverse inclusions it gets really technical but the, the point is the takeaway that i want you to to have from this is that if it's a pfic it's not the end of the world that's the first thing stop panicking because we know people do panic and the second thing is get advice immediately because the throwback rules are no joke they're really aggressive. Get advice, clean up any of the past issues that need to be cleaned up. And on a go forward basis, there's certain elections you can make for, for less aggressive tax treatment. So those are your three takeaways. Don't panic. Look back. Look forward. Hope that helps. So if you're a six, seven, or eight-figure investor, entrepreneur, or business owner who needs a tailor-made solution from a qualified team of professionals, we can help you achieve the international lifestyle, the freedom, and even the tax savings you're looking for. Visit us at htj.tax and live that international life.